100.5 Jack FM. Hey, boys, a good evening. Take two here. We do apologize for the technical difficulties here. And uh, Eli Miller just hit a, a three ball there at the buzzer. And uh, that's already the end of the first quarter. As Altamont has the lead 14 and 2 and 7 here in uh, this one. And uh, what's been going on? Dominic, I know we've been running around and kind of you were here kind of uh, watching the game. So what's been going on? Yeah, I was, uh, was kind of here watching watching the game. And uh, Altamont was doing it. It was a great job of holding, uh, holding Dietrich in check and, uh, you know, scoring those points. Is, uh, Eli Miller, you know, banked, banked in a three right there before the buzzer. But, uh Alamont up, Alamont up 14, 14 7. Uh, Deer, Deer's missed some shots. I don't know how missed some shots. Uh, didn't get the stats down like, like I wanted to do in the first quarter. So, like, so it might be, will definitely be, be skewed here at, at the end. But, uh, Alamont's definitely doing a, doing a great job. I know they've, uh, they've got a couple, a couple steals and, uh, things, things like that. And, uh, Definitely have, they have definitely have Dietrich's number right now. So. It looks like it'll be Ada McManoway, Ben Radel, Eli Miller, Kata Miller, and also uh, Avery Yarhouse, or not Avery, it is Alec Yarhouse. Must have saw Avery earlier, but uh, Altamont will start off the ball here in the second quarter already with a seven-point lead here as it'll be a Kata Miller going here at the free-throw line and back over to McManoway, and it's stolen away. Stolen by Dietrich, and it's blocked by Kaden Miller on the weak side. Outlet pass Eli Lamb, good. Offense leading the def- or defense leading offense there, and Altamont leads 16-7. Yeah, that was a nice, that was a nice uh, block by Miller, and able to get it down to uh, Eli Miller, who was uh, run already three quarters way down the court. And Caden uh, Miller, your baseball pass, Miller to Miller there that time. Miller to Miller connection. Keck drives strong to the hole. Can't get the layup to go, but he is fouled, and so Keck will go to the free throw line here to shoot two. That foul's going to be on uh, number 30 for, for Dietrich. For Altamont. Excuse me, for Altamont, I'm sorry. Radel. Radel, Ben Radel, I'm sorry. Ben Radel, ben Radel with the foul there. That's his, that's his second team's first of the quarter as uh, the free throw is missed. And so Keck will get another one here, and Radel will have to take a seat with those two fouls. And looks like Davis came back in, and Melville's out there as well. Keck made the second free throw, so one for two that trip for Keck and makes it 16-8, cuts the deficit in half. Melville will get it across the timeline over to McManaway here at the volleyball line. Now it'll be a McManaway over to a Millville. Millville getting a screen there, almost stolen away by Westendorf, but it's over to Yarhouse here on the wing. And now Yarhouse will hand off there to Davis. Davis back over to Millville. Dangerous pass there and it was tipped out. Last touch by Westendorf, so stay right here. That was a nice effort there by both teams going going after that ball. Out on Westendorf, Alamont's back at it. Millville will take it across the timeline, and he'll pick up a screen there from Caden Miller. Now he'll go over to Yarhouse here in the right corner. Now he'll pick things up here at the free throw line. And a little bit of trouble, and gets out of it. And it's pocket picked by Westendorf the other way, and a layup good with a finger roll for Westendorf. 
and it's 16 to 10. Altamont with the lead. 6.20 to go here in the second quarter. Millville with it over to McManaway here into the right corner. Now McManaway will drive, stop and pop. It's banked no good, and the rebounded there by Westendorf. That's going to be Westendorf bringing the ball to the floor for the Maroons. Now gets it over there to a keg. Keg here gives it back to Westendorf. Straight on three. Can't get it to fall. Vital for the rebound, and it's going to go off of... Stay right here with Dietrich. As it was Funneman and Kata Miller battling for the board, and they was off of Kaden. Darhouse takes the seed, and Eli Miller comes back in. Dangerous pass into Gepkar, but it's complete, and he takes a left. The ball and almost pulled a tire, but he readjusted his shoe there, and it's 16 to 12. That was a dangerous pass, but a nice uh, recovery by by Gephardt and put us that. Shot is just falling out of bounds. With the floater by McManaway. No, but rebounded by Keenan Miller. Almost got the shot to fall anyway, but he's going to be fouled to get out of the free throw line and shoot two shots here for Keenan Miller. A foul on number, uh, number 12. Uh, fun of it for Dietrich. That's his first, team's first in the quarter. Keenan Miller. Well, free throw good. It's a little bit of a scoring drought for Altamont. 17 to 12, 5.38 to go here in the second quarter. Kata Miller will be at the line for his second attempt. It's up and it's good. Two for two there for Kata Miller. And it's 18 to 12. Four court pressure applied and it's going to be doubled into a, uh, tripled into a double team, I should say. And it's lost on the layup, and no one's going to grab control of it. But finally, Gephardt does and finds a falling away. Westendorf takes a couple bounces, no, and finally rebounded by Caden Miller. Opportunities there for Dietrich, and Altamont to possess the ball. And Dietrich got it and ended up missing it. Millville with it here at the volleyball line, and now over to McManaway. McManaway has it over to Eli here on the right wing. Now Kata Miller will go over to uh, Davis. Davis dribbling here on the perimeter. Hands off to uh, Millville. And Millville picks it up now in a little bit of trouble. Needs some help. And it goes over to Davis in between the circles. And now it's model reset. Vanaway will have it here at the volleyball line. And Eli will have it over to Kata Miller. Some patience being shown by Altamont here. Millville over to Eli, and if Coach Niebuhr, he doesn't like what he sees, so he's going to take a timeout. So, we'll take a timeout as well, and Altamont leads 18 to 12. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack and Ben. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. 
Welcome back to Dietrich High School. Uh, it is Altamont with a lead 18-12, but you can look at it a couple of different ways there, Dom, as Altamont being very patient, but Dietrich having some good defense there, and Coach Neary doesn't like how this half-court offense looks right now, and so he called the T.O. No, he, he does He does not. And, uh, so far in the second quarter, Dietrich got scored Altamont 5-4. Five, five I know that's a narrow margin, but Dieter definitely playing better defensively. Like you said, Coach Dieter didn't like how his offense was up. So we called the timeout to talk about it, kind of reset things. Ada and uh, McManaway will have it here at the volleyball, landing over to a Davis. Davis now gets it back to McManaway, dribbling on the perimeter here over to Millville. High pass, Davis gets it to Eli. Eli back out to Millville for three. Yes! Three-pointer for Cade Millville. And it's 21 to 12. Keck over in the corner for three. Eifert, it's no good. And rebounded there by Kaden Miller. As it'll be in Millville with it here on the volleyball. As a high pass, I don't know who that was too, and it's going to go out of bounds. Turnover to Dietrich. I thought that one might have been tipped there for, for a second. My view is kind of blocked, obviously not. So. Winty will come in for the Maroons. It's Luke Winty. And it's going to be a Keck with the basketball here on the left side. And now they'll go over there. Keck back to Keck straight on three. Good. A couple of feet beyond the three-point arc. And a three ball for Keck. And it's 21-15. to 15. Dietrich slowly getting back in it here. Yes, they are chipping away at the lead. So McManaway will give it over to Millville. Now to Eli. Eli almost double teamed, but gets it back to McManaway. Now up top and back to Aiden. Aiden thought about shooting the ball, but gives it over to Davis. Back to McManaway and back things out here. Hand off to Millville. Millville with it, and he'll pick up his dribble. Now back over to McManaway. Now we're dumping inside. It's Akeda Miller, but he's double teamed. He passed out to KD for three. No good. And it's pulled down there by Holsey. And it'll be three ball in the corner off. No good. And Eli will get shoved in the back. Or they're going to say it was Eli doing the shoving. I think they're going to get Eli with the foul there. And if they do, so Eli's going to have to sit down with those two fouls in the yard house. I'll have to check back in. They'll get it in, and they get it into a Gephardt. Gephardt holds onto the ball, try to get in the post, but they'll dribble around, splits the double team, and throws it up. No, but he's going to go to the line for two. As the Gephardt was fouled on the shot. See that foul's going to be on. It's going to be on 42. Kate Miller, his first team's third of the quarter. Yeah, Park's free throw was no good. Hit back iron. Radle's going to check back in, and Davis will take a seat. I also have uh, Tanner Will coming back in for Dietrich. Got a bandage over his left eye there. And it's in and out, no good, and rebounded by Millville. So over to that time at the line there by Gephardt. 
And Altamont will take over. They still lead 21-15. Two minutes, coming up on two minutes to go in the half. Things over to Radel. Now over to McManaway. He'll look back at Coach Nieberge for the play. And now they'll go over there to Melville. Melville dribbles here, and he's at, got it at the free throw line back out to Yarhouse. Yarhouse cut off at the pass, saying looking for someone to pass to. Gives it off to McManaway. McManaway gets free, but goes to Yarhouse in the corner for three. Corner three by Yarhouse. And it's 24 to 15. First three points for Alex. Yes, it is. And uh, they'll get things over there to Westendorf. Westendorf stops and pops. Fadeaway shot is good for Lucas Westendorf. Fourth point in the quarter. Seventh overall, and it's 24-17. Get things over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse stops and looks for someone to pass to. Can't find anybody. Finds Millville. They're on the right wing. And Millville spins around on the top of the circle. And now they get over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse. And he's going to get tied up that time. And it's going to be a dumb ball. And the alternate possession will give it over to Dietrich. Keck will check back in. And Winty will sit down. So Dietrich will take over under a minute to go here in the second. Altamont leads 24-17. Manway tries to poke it away from behind, but it was denied there. Westendorf has it. Over there to Kaki drives, puts it up, and a block by Caden Miller again. And he gets the rebound. Second block in the quarter for Caden Miller. An impressive defensively there. Definitely, definitely for sure denying Keck the uh, chance to the play up there. Millville, high pass for Kata Miller, and it's picked off by the Maroons. They come running the other way. It's Westendorf. Gets it off, and it's going to be thrown out of bounds, and tries to save it, and Altamont can't handle it. And it'll be fumbled out of bounds, so it'll be Dietrich basketball after all. Playing hot potato with the basketball. Yeah, they, they definitely are. They definitely are. I got that as the fifth turnover uh, quarter for Altamont. Well, dangerous pass. Gets it in, and it's going to be McManaway pulled down from behind. Tried for a lob that time from the sidelines, and McManaway picked it off, and he also got pulled down on the play. Sure did. Could have been an intentional foul, almost. Almost. Millville wasn't ready for the inbound pass, and almost a turnover there. Definitely. Nine seconds left. Millville finally gets it across the timeline. Six seconds goes all the way. He loses the dribble and loses the ball. Westendorf, deep shot, and it hits the top of the basket, and that'll do it. So after a little chaotic second quarter, this is the story of the night here in Dietrich as Altamont somehow survived the Dietrich flurry there in that second quarter. And Altamont is on a top now, 24-17, to 17, leading here at halftime. And we'll try to track down some other scores, and we'll try to track down some other game information there, there as well as we try to compile what we have here, the first half statistics and uh, we'll be uh, back for the halftime report. Currently, Altamont leading 24-17. And we'll be back in a few. You're listening to Altamont and his basketball here on Jack Events. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. 
We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to uh, Dietrich High School as it is a pink out night here this evening. There's a lot of pink on uh, both sides, but you still see some orange and black sprinkled in there as well as some uh, special uh, events happening here at uh, Dietrich High School tonight. Fairly out to my kind of spoiling of festivities as you know, Dietrich won that second quarter there, but Altamont did a nice job there in the opening quarter of establishing the lead. And uh, unfortunately, though, seems like the bugaboo again of what has been the season. It's a uh, offense for Altamont getting bogged down in there in that second quarter. And uh, at times it looks like Altamont is lost a little bit. They're also without the service of Dylan Elam again tonight. So, you know, Kata Miller, option number one, which seems to be taken out from Dietrich's perspective. And uh, they, Altamont's still trying to search for that second option currently right now. Yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, yeah, Kata Miller, option number one, Dietrich definitely, definitely taking, doing a great job of taking, taking that option away uh, whenever whenever they can. So, you know, there's forcing every, you know, the rest, the rest of the Altamont team to beat them. And, uh, I mean, they are they are right now, but they're uh, definitely. Uh, I mean, they're down. They're down by seven after the first quarter. They're only down by seven here at uh, halftime. Is the uh, ten, ten, ten for each team there in the second quarter? But uh, they're doing a nice job of taking Caden Miller out of the game and uh, 
Yeah, but still dealing not being out there definitely definitely hurting them without having another option offensively. You know, last year's team, you know, we had so many guys who could, if one guy was having an off night, somebody else would step up. But uh, this year, Alphonse uh, doesn't have that. And I was saying, you know, none of these guys won't step up, but uh, nobody else seems to be uh, stepping up at the moment. And, but but uh, that's a credit to you, Deacher. Deacher's a great defense, you know, and. Uh, you know, they definitely want to you know, improve some here on their, their home floor. You know, get against uh, the conference opponent, packed house, and uh, so. Uh, but they're they're doing a great job. Alabama's up twenty four seventeen here here at the half here at Dietrich. Uh, I'll give you the I'll give you the stats I got. I know I know they're incorrect. And I uh, I apologize for that. We had some technical difficulty there in the, the first quarter and uh, wasn't able to get the. Get everything. I did the best I could, and uh, the kids throwing uh, throwing stuff out there on the floor, so you get close to the center. Went went with guys, and uh, it was just a kid involved. I didn't get anything to throw out. <laughs> I know they didn't bring anything didn't up. We could have thrown it from up here. You think we would have? I don't know. I think there's a reason why we're up here and not probably, down there. <laughs> probably. Uh, all right, the stats for far as what I got. Uh, Around my yard house, I got him one for one from three point range with three points. Uh, Caden Davis, he's uh, 0 for one from the field and 0 for one from three point range. Uh, Eli Eli Miller is uh, 1 for one from the field and 1 for three from three point range with five points. Millville is 1 for one from the field and 1 for one from three point range with five points as well. McManaway is uh, 0 for two from the field. And Caden Miller, he's 0 for 1 from the field and 0 for 1 from three-pointer range. But he does, uh, he's got two blocks, three rebounds, and he's 2 for 2 from the free throw line with two points. But it only adds up to 15, and they've got the 24. But uh, like I said, we got some technical difficulties earlier, so I apologize for the uh, stats. For teacher, uh, I have given our 1 for 1 from the field, 0 for 2 from the free throw line with two points. Westendorf, I got 2 for 3. Two for three from the field, and he's one for three from the three-point range. With a seven-point, Jackson Bumman has played not scored. Will has played not scored. Keck, he's uh, one for two from three-point range and one for two from free throw line, three points. Holstein's played but has not scored. And uh, not only has a 13, I know Dietrich's got 17. And uh, anyway, we're doing the best we can. And, Apologize for the uh, lack of stats due to the technical difficulties earlier. Earlier, but hopefully we got that uh, figured out and underway. And I'm looking for uh, more of the same in the, in the second half, Travis. And let's uh, you know, Altamont can uh, can step up, you know, shooting wise, and uh, you know, kind of bail Caden Miller out. Seems like these are attacking him, taking him out, and want the rest the rest of the Altamont to take him down. So, which they're doing a good job of. You know, and then the one problem with everybody throwing the, all those uh, eggs or uh, balls at center court, you gotta get, somebody's got to go down there and pick them up. They do. But they, do. they already did that. Some cheerleaders and some other small volunteers were eager and willing to go down there and clean that up. But I guess that's the one thing. Uh, little, little kids love, they love doing that stuff. I'll tell you what, they, they love well, they, they love especially throwing, throwing it, throwing it out there, still throwing it, throwing it up in the stands, and, 
and everything else. So, uh, but uh, no, definitely uh, kudos to the deer cheerleaders and little kiddos uh, for doing that. And so, uh, like we mentioned, uh, Altamont here leading at the half, 24 to uh, 17. And this is uh, talked a little bit in the pregame about uh, an all-important uh, game for seeding purposes in the NTC tournament starting on uh, January 22nd. And wanted to update you here on the uh, family of networks here. We currently have a big game going on over on 98.9 of the uh, game. Uh, it's Illinois against uh, Purdue. As Purdue, of course, ranked number one in the country, Illinois ranked number nine in the country. Currently a 10-point lead for Purdue in the first half there, early going there in that game. Uh, but uh, we also have some more action on our family of networks this weekend. we got uh, two games on our family of networks. we got the boys, a quick turnaround against Woodlawn tomorrow afternoon. And uh, J.P. is scheduled to do a tip-off at 2 o'clock in the varsity scheduled for 3.30 uh, there against Woodlawn. And we'll be there for you right here on Jack FN. And uh, we'll also be having coverage of the uh, girls game as well. Uh, so we got uh, the uh, girls at the Breeze Central Paul's the shootout. It's a stack shootout there. I tell you, there's a lot of good girls basketball going on there in the Breeze tomorrow afternoon. And Altamont's going to be in action at 5 o'clock. They're also going to play a JV game as well, as I understand. That'll be in the East Gym away from the main gym. Uh, but uh, the varsity action will be at 5 o'clock against Christopher. And again, Chris Nelson, our number 23 against Mia Hargrove. Uh, therefore, Christopher going to Nebraska wow. uh, there. So that'll be uh, quite the matchup uh, there tomorrow. That will be. And then on a Monday, the girls will be back in action as they make the trek to Marshall. And then the boys will be uh, back home there in Altamont as well against uh, Central A&M. And, of course, those are weather permitting. We are to have some uh, weather coming in. And depending on how that system goes in this weekend, it'll be either more rain or more snow or whatnot. So we'll keep you up to date with everything with that. And if we have any closings or cancellations, we'll pass along as well as Altamont's Facebook page and the Unit 10 Facebook page will be a good source of information for that if any sort of changes have to be made to the schedule. But uh, currently right now, that's what's uh, going on uh, here. And uh, this was uh, big for the seedings of the uh, NTC. I believe that whoever won this contest would probably uh, be a, kind of a funny track to a two seed uh, there with uh, St. Anthony being a top at 4-0. We did have a couple of other games before the tournament uh, start for St. Anthony, but uh, seed meeting happening sooner than that, and uh, St. Anthony is off tonight. They're going to be in Decatur tomorrow afternoon against Decatur St. Teresa. Other action in the NTC tonight, uh, they are uh, Winters Two Straws matching up with uh, St. Elmo Brownstown, and they're in St. Elmo. And we also have Cowden Eric Beecher City in Louisville to take on a North Clay. South the Conference tonight, and they're against Sydney, and Austin Yoga is at Martinsville this evening uh, there. And so here it's 24-17 at the half. Looks like Altamont is ready. Dietrich got ready to be going here in the second half as well. The five out there for the Indians to start of the half is Dennis, Kata, Miller, away. The five of four. Altamont has four. Dietrich, they're going to go with Gephardt. Keck also with Will as well and Westendorf. And also a Funiman out there. As well, Altamont will start off with the ball here to start the second half, and we're going right to left on your radio dial here. Eli will throw it on, and 
and Miller's going to pull down the board. He just ripped it away from a couple guys. Melville for three. Can't get it to fall. And there's a battle inside for the rebound, and it's going to go against Altamont. Someone was using their arms too freely there is what the official was pointing at. So it's going to be on Caden Miller as second team's first quarter. So it'll be Dietrich with the basketball. Tiptoe on the sidelines there was Westendorf, as it will. We'll have it in the former depth part. No good right in front of the Dietrich student section. And rebounded by Altamont. Eli all with it. Now over in the corner to McManaway. McManaway spins around and picks it up. Now over to Millville. We will hold it here at the volleyball line. Over to Eli. Pick up a screen there from Millville. And Eli get things off to McManaway. He'll dribble and a spin. And now in a little bit of trouble. And it's picked off by Dietrich. Will the other way. And it's going to be knocked away by McManaway. And it stays right here with Dietrich. Trying to get the ball over to Gephardt. As it'll be a Gephardt inbounding, or that's Westendorf inbounding on the baseline. Immediately gets it back for three in the corner. Yes. Three ball, corner pocket there by Lucas Westendorf. And he's got 10 in the game. It's 24 to 20. Deficit is now four for Dietrich. And Millville hop step in the lane and picked it up. Back out to KD. Picks up a screen there. And a KD off to a Millville. Now over to Eli here on the right wing. Eli with it here at the volleyball line. And Eli holds on to the ball. Good defense there by the Maroons by Wesseldorf. And Eli trying to go around. Millville in the corner. Dribbles. Mid-range jumper. No, but Caden with a follow. And it's that good? That good. That was no good. It's like me. It's like getting my parsley blocked, too. But Dietrich. As Hayden was running back like it was good, and the Dietrich student section was cheering like it was off. Oh, Either way, Dietrich will lose possession of the basketball, and Alcalon will regain it here. Millville will have it up top at the volleyball line. And uh, Gephardt takes an inverted elbow there and goes down. Eli in the corner for three. Good. Flashes it home for Eli Miller. And it's 27-20. Stops the game momentarily there, but it looks like Gephardt's going to stay in the game. Thought it may have been bleeding a little bit. All right, it'll be Keck with the basketball. Picking up a screen there. Backdoor cut for Will. Puts it up. No good. And fight for the rebound. And it's going to go to McManaway. Millville with it. Back to McManaway. Thought he was going to shoot a three, but steady back to back out. McManaway over to Eli. Eli dribbles to his left, picks it up, and off to Millville. Millville looking for someone to pass to, and he'll dribble to his right, trying to get around Gephardt, and he's going to be out of bounds. Reaching on Dietrich, so it'll be out of bounds for Alphamon. Like that foul's on uh, number 23, Gephardt. That's his second, uh, Dietrich's first quarter. So the inbounds over there on the sidelines, just uh, to the left side there of Coach Zuko. That'll be uh, McManaway with it. He has it here near the half-court line. And uh, McManaway, right around the defense. He spins around to his left, drives, puts it up, and counts it back. It is a foul. Teacher trying to slide in there for the charge, but instead it's a block. And McManaway will go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. 
job of a man away to get in there and get an and one. So uh, now Altamonte's 29, a 220. The pinpoint lead for the Indians. And too strong and rebounded by Westendorf. That foul there for Dietrich was on Gephardt. That's his third, the second of the quarter. And it's going to be Westendorf. Jump shot was off and it's battle for the rebound. It goes to Gephardt here right below us. Number two, Westendorf. Westendorf drives and it dishes off and kick up and in. A couple of defenders went by. And it's two points for Keg and it's 29-22. We got McManaway holding it here. Now McManaway will double to his right and tries to cross over Keg, but can't take him. So McManaway will keep his dribble and he'll hand off to Millville. McManaway was calling for it back, but Millville holds on to it, hesitates. Behind the back dribble, and uh, still can't shake loose his defense. Now over to Eli. Eli uh, trying to go around his defender, and he goes and dishes off to Kata Miller, and it's blocked. Blocked by Westendorf, and Dietrich will take it short. Big guy in the middle for Westendorf, blocking Kata Miller. Westendorf, five out of three, but those dribbles, picks and pops, no good, and the long rebound goes to Kata Miller. Millville will get it across the timeline, slowly walk it across. 3.30 to go here in the third, out by 29-22. Millville directs some traffic, time to late, and now he picks it up. And now to McManaway, nearly thrown away, but McManaway gets control of it. McManaway over to Millville here on the left side. Millville looking to do something with it, goes over to Eli. Eli, still here on the perimeter. And McManaway spins around to his left, goes to Davis for three, straight on, and no good. And it's tipped around and rebounded there by Westendorf. Westendorf will bring it up as Keck will hold on to the ball. As the Keck will have it here, and the jumper short, and it's tipped out, and it's going to be rebounded by Dietrich. Westendorf drives this time. He lost it on the way there. Nearly got away with a double dribble, but goes over to Keck. Now in the corner to Westendorf. And he took his eye off it and fumbled it out of bounds. So it'll be a turnover to Altamont. These are second turnover of the half. They trail here 29-22. Altamont. It almost looks like he looked up at the rim. Now let's see where he was. Yeah. His eye off it for just a second. That's caused the misplay there. Millville picks it up, and he's in trouble. Gets it over to McManaway. Anyway, dribbles to his right down low to Kata Miller. He puts it up in the lane, and the runner is good for Kata Miller. Kata Miller was six now, and it's 31-22. Cedric Payne's wanted to walk there on Kata Miller. And it's going to be locked out of bounds there. Winty lost it on the crossover as he was trying to shake McManaway that time, and Trying to argue is off of Aiden, but to no avail as it'll be Altamont basketball. As it'll be Millville with it, and he picks it up over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse back to uh, Millville, under two to go here in the third. As Millville dribble things here on the perimeter, gives it back over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking to do something with it, and he'll give it off here to Kata Miller here out near the volleyball line. 
over to McManoway. Tried to dump it down low and it's knocked away by Westendorf, but luckily Kata Miller with Johnny on the spot gets the ball back for Altamont, saves the possession. Now Altamont trying to run some offense and it's tipped and thrown away. And McManoway trying for the tie up, and they do get the tie up and ultimate possession arrow to give us a deep turn. And it will be Maroon basketball. There's just a lot of hustle, a lot of fight. Both teams, both teams here tonight. Server and uh, either team wants to lose the game, knowing how important it is in the conference the season. Either just wants to pull out a win on their home floor. It's a great effort by both teams, especially by Manway and Wednesday there on that ball. And that's going to be almost thrown away. Uh, Manway was right there to pressure Keck was off of McManoway, and Keck says, come on down here, guys. i got to have some help. Because it's full-court pressure for Altamont. Gephardt also returned to the game, and it was Winty who took a seat. So Gephardt patched up after taking an inverted elbow earlier. Picked up a screen from Wessendorf. Gephardt. Deep three-pointer is off, and it's going to be saved from going out, but right in the hands of Eli. As Funneman did a good job of saving it, but Right in the waiting arms of Eli Miller. Nobody picks him up, so he'll dribble and now back it back out. It was initially open, but the gap closed quickly. He McMahon away. He tries his sign, and there's going to be a foul from behind. He's trying to poke it away from Aiden, and be a foul. It'll just be a common foul, so it'll be a baseline inbound for Alpha. A foul's on Cat for Dietrich. That's his first. Team's third of the quarter. Now Gephardt will have to sit down and inbound to Akita Miller. Akita Miller will put it up, and it's no good, but there's going to be a pump ball. Oh, my goodness. So sure you can't believe it. No. I can't even. I didn't really see a lot of possession by Dietrich, but they called the jump, and so it'll be still out of my fall, though, with the alternate possession arrow. And Eli get it over to McManaway, and we've got 40 seconds left in the quarter. Melville try to his left, almost gets it hooked away from behind, but Melville spins around in the lane, no good, and fight for the rebound, Melville's going to get it back, and now it's reset with 30 seconds left in the quarter. Eli, get it over to McManaway here at the volleyball line. McManaway will hold it, and maybe a transfer the final shot. Altamonte will run a step player, comes a double team over to Eli, 15 seconds left. From the screen from Caden Miller. Eli keeps his dribble and gives it back out to Millville. Ten seconds left. Millville dribbles to his right. Spins around to his left. Over to Yara for three. And it's going to be no good. Way off Westendorf. Three. Half court shot. And it's going to be short. Maybe ineffective by Caden Miller a little bit. He's right there in his face to try to block it. So after three quarters of play, it's Altamont 31. Dietrich 22. We'll be back in a minute for the fourth quarter. You're listening now to my innings basketball here on Jack's Events. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, 
grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Back here at two at Dietrich High School. It's Altamont with the lead going into the final quarter, 31-22. And uh, we were just talking there in the quarter break. Didn't seem like a lot of offense there in that third quarter. And sure enough, it wasn't. But Altamont with a slight edge, 7-5. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all offense, great defensive effort by uh, by both teams, that's probably the uh, low score here, 31.2. So, that's uh, just a great, great game to watch, Travis. Really, yeah, and neither team is uh, fouling that much either. No, they're not. So, Gephardt will cross over man-to-man way. Now, high pass, but it's going to be pulled down there and up and under, and there's going to be a foul. And up So, Jackson Funniman will get two free throws out of it. Fouls on uh, Caden Miller. That's his third team's first quarter. A big third foul there against Caden. Sure. And a free throw good in front of him. And it's 31 to 23. Yeah, first point tonight. And he's got a second one. Two for two. And it's 31 24. A lead for Alphamont. Gets it into McManaway. Here's this trap. McManaway in trouble. Needs some help. Gets to Eli. Eli finally breaks the pressure, and he's going to call for a double dribble. Double dribble and turn things over to Dietrich. You can kind of tell momentum's a little bit on the Maroons side here. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, hard right away there with uh, Dietrich's possession, and they got the two free throws in front of him, and uh, you're right, the momentum has a swing their way, Travis. And so it'll be a Gephardt here on to the right side and picks up the screen there by Funneman and Gephardt loses balance but still is able to keep the dribble and keep the possession. Now they go over there to Will. Is it to Funneman back to Will. Now over to a Keck. He'll drive. Stop him up for the free throw line. No good. Rebounded by David. David quickly up the floor over to Eli. And now slow things down, and now model set up in their half court. That's going to be Millville with it. And he dribbles to his right, gets a screen from Eli. And now nearly stolen away by Gephardt, but Eli dribbles around him. And he'll stopping back out to McManaway. McManaway stops and pops, and no, but it's right there. Caden Miller basically a de facto pass from the air ball. Caden Miller stuck it up and in, and it's 33 24. As the Keck will have it here at the top. Keck will take the screen there and dribble to his left. And Gephardt running baseline. And to go. Difficult layup there for Gephardt. And he'll go to the line for the end one opportunity. I'd give that a 10 out of 10 for <laughs> difficulty and 10 out of 10 for the fact that you made it. That's, that's like one of the things you only see in college and pros. Yeah, he just tipped her cap at that point. Oh, yeah. Sure. And one is good there for Gephardt. 
Uh, makes it 33-27. And uh, that pass was to Caden, I think, but he wasn't looking. But luckily, Eli was. And he had it poked away, and they're going to call a regen on Dietrich. It was only the Maroons' first foul of the quarter. Foul number 15, Westendorf. So the Manway will inbound just to the left of the Altamont bench. And the Millville, he'll establish himself on the front court. Had it poked away from behind by Will. So it goes out of bounds, but stays right here with the Indians. Altamont has led from wire to wire. Trying to hang on to it here in the fourth, beating 33-27. Going up on six minutes to go in the game. And Billville is around to his left, back on his man, and the traffic going to steal him, but gets over to McManaway. McManaway, two on Billville. Billville trying to get in the post to Caden, but it was denied over to Eli. He'll drive and take up his dribble out to Davis. Davis is left open. He goes and steps inside the arc. No good. And rebounded by... And Gephardt with it. Had it knocked away by Davis. And he goes down a bounds and he comes crashing into the play. And the referee wouldn't play on. Westendorf up and under lay up short. And rebound by Caden Miller. As Davis for Sabin going out and was all over the back of Westendorf that time. And Dietrich wanted a foul, but. Like you said, the rest of wasn't play, so. <laughs> play on. Yeah. Eli picking up a screen here from Caden if he wants it. Eli just holds on to the ball, and he'll pick it up. And now gets it over to Caden. McManaway here on the left side. McManaway will call for a screen. He gets it, and he dribbles around the defense, and a dish off to Eli, and it's going to be blocked. Blocked by Gephardt, close to the goaltin. But to no avail, Gephardt the other way, puts it up, takes a little shot, almost got it to go, rebounded by Millville, and he throws it off of Funneman, so it'll be out of bounds, Southmont. Well, definitely getting real, uh, real, real, real chippy here in the final four minutes and 40 seconds, but I, I would expect nothing less. So. No, definitely not here in this DC battle. Nope. Uh, Eifert will uh, check back in, and uh, Kate and Eifert checking in for the Maroons. And there comes the trap immediately when Millville catches it. Now McManaway and Eli will hold it here in the backcourt still. Now they finally do get it into the front court to McManaway. McManaway holds on to it here. Dribbles to his left, spins to his right, and he dishes it off to Millville. High pass for KD for three. No good. Battle for the rebound. KD with a putback. No. And it's going to be off of Gephardt. He lost it out of bounds. And so it'll stay right here without the bond. There's a couple of missed shots there by Altamont, but they'll still keep the ball here. As Will will take a seat and uh, Westendorf will come back in. So it'll be Eli taking it out on the baseline and just to the right of the Altamont basket. Easily get it in, and now Davis. Over to Kata Miller, and he gives it back out to McManaway. Didn't catch it cleanly, so didn't really do anything with it that time. Going up on four minutes to go in the game. As McManaway gets over to Millville, Eli has it. Five-point lead for Altamont. McManaway spins around to his left. He goes that way. Picks it up now. Backdoor cut to Eli. Left. Good. Backdoor cut to Eli Miller. Works to perfection, and it's 35-27. 
I'll find some ways to score here. Three by K. Good. Here we go. Uh, it's going to be a, a timeout by Coach Nebery, I believe. It's a five-point game again, 35-30. And we'll take a break as well. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack Event. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. 35 to 2 of 30 with that last three ball by Elaine and Ted. And Altamont took the T.O. that time. And it's getting tight here in the fourth quarter here in Detroit. That they are, Travis. That they are. But I expected that to let Aaron just get D.C. battle between these uh, definitely two top four teams in the, in the conference and playing for season. Records and, and a lot more. So, Alabama up five, 35 30, 335 left to go. So, Dietrich will pressure the inbounds here. Eli will be the person taking out as Eli is looking for someone to pass to. Can't find anybody. And it's going to be five seconds. Wow. Five seconds. And is so loud in here. trying to get a timeout and was it granted? They're going to grant a timeout. It's so loud in here that you couldn't tell that Coach Neberty was calling the T.O. So instead of a five-second violation, getting the ball in, it's going to be a timeout for Altamont. We'll just keep it right here. We just took the timeout. So uh, fortunate that this uh, near official over there closest to the Altamont bench heard uh, Coach Neberty there. Right. They got the timeout instead of the turnover. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, thank, I want to thank the last official right now. They uh, get another chance here. Hopefully, not another. Hopefully, Coach Gibber, you want to put another timeout. But, uh, definitely, both teams playing tight, tight defense. So Eli will be the inbounder once again. We'll try it again. Eli. Looks to get it in, looks to get it in, and find Tatum Miller comes and grabs it. He's trapped over to McManaway. He gets it across out for it. McManaway is going to take it himself, blocked by Gephardt. And here comes Dietrich running the other way. That's Will. Over to Weston for three in the corner. Three ball to Weston is good. It's a two-point game. And I think the lost this game, Travis. And it's a steal. Will the other way. Layup. No. Step on with the foul. It's good. And we're tied. And now there's going to be a, a foul there by Dietrich. And yes, the crowd has come unglued here in Dietrich. As we're all tied up here. As there was a... A foul there by Keck, so that's his second. Uh, team second for the quarter procedure. Under three down. 
first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here late in the fourth quarter. It turned out to be a dandy like we figured it would be. Yes, it is. The Maroons are leading by one. They have the ball. As it is Westendorf with it out there. As he's going to dribble here to his right. As he was... Denied there. Eli's all over him. They're going to get a foul. A reach-in foul there on Eli. The Eli Miller's third. Alamont's third is fourth. I'd say neither team both have a three, so not really any intermediate danger of the bonus. Not yet, no. And so it'll be fundamental with it. He holds on to it. He's just looking for something to pass to. Locked away, and Eli's going to come around it. Eli, way up, good! Altamont has the lead. Big steal there, initially poked away by Mildred. Eli finished it the other way. 39-38, Altamont. Westendorf behind the back dribble, spinning inside. Can't put it up, he finally does. Off the glass, no! The ball is also no good, but the rebound stopped for it, and there's going to be a jump ball. Tied up with McManaway and Funneman. An alternate possession arrow will give it to Altamont. Couple of missed opportunities right there. Point blank range. But don't fall for the Maroons. Yeah, yeah, West North, West North missed it. I think it was Gephardt that went, grabbed the rebound, went right back up, and 
was unable to get it to get it to go there as well. Just too strong. Alamo's up 39-38, minutes 12 up to go. This one has, this one's had everything. And, uh, thing that we were hoping for. Right, for an epic finish, uh, it's going to be Millville with it. Almost poked away. Gets it into the front court. Millville has it. Dribbles over to Davis. Here's a minute to go. Davis dribbles to his left. Goes baseline. Back out to Eli. Under a minute now. And Millville holds on to it. Millville picks up a screen from Miller. And now Millville picks it up. And a little bit of a miscommunication, but there's going to be a timeout for Coach Niebert. 46.6 left. Altamont Al- will take another timeout. And so we'll just keep her right here. As Altamont leads here by one, clinging to the lead right now. 39-38, and both teams with three fouls in the quarter, so still a foul left to give here before the bonus. Yeah, for sure, for sure, a foul, a foul up to give. And I'm, I'm sure Coach Gibby is probably, probably, he's probably wanting Altamont to hold on the ball as long as they can. Uh, you know, play basically play keep away here from Dieter so they can't, uh, don't get the opportunity to uh, score and take take the lead back. But uh, they still have, I think, there's 46, 46 seconds left to go in the game. And so, like I said, each, each team with one foul to give before. Kaden Miller going to take it out there on the sideline, on the far sideline, in front of the Altamont fans here. Kaden will get it in and get it in to Davis. Davis is here in the backboard. He established himself, double teamed, and over to Eli. Eli almost had it poked away from behind, back out to Davis, over to McManoway, and he'll just dribble out there and force Dietrich to foul if they finally do. And so Eifert will get that one. So instead of taking the open three, it was forcing foul there, or forcing Dietrich to foul. Cyphers first, Dietrich's fourth. Gets it in to a Millville, and it's going to be Millville and Eifert battling toe-to-toe, but it's going to be a foul again on Eifert, so now Millville will go to line his two free throws. Yeah, that's, uh, that was uh, Coach TV's plan, just to play keep away for Cedric's foul and two quick fouls on uh, on Eifert here since Millville uh, to the line. Millville, 10 points tonight. Needs these free throws. Millville's first one. It's good. Well, Millville with a, a clutch free throw there. For sure. And it'll be good. Millville, two for two there. He's actually got eight points now. Under 30 to go, and it's a three-point game. It's Keck with the basketball. They'll get a screen there. Keck over there. Now they'll get a two. Uh, Will for three. Rebounded. Puts it up. Good by Wimpy. And the teacher trails by one. 13.7 left. And there's another timeout. Another timeout there. That was it. 
for Dietrich. So Dietrich gets that one. And it's now just a one-point game with that last basket. As Dietrich instead is going for the tie right away. They went for a two. And now they'll try for a steal here on the inbound. Yeah, definitely try for a steal here on the inbound. They'll get that another quick foul, I'm sure, to send out and onto the line and uh, stop the clock. So try to get the ball back. It's down only one point here. Want to do everything they can to get get the ball back, to steal or foul or however, however they can get it. They can, they can take the lead back. For Alabama, they just want to keep the ball out of Adidas' hands as long as they can. Coach Deep keeps telling them that the, the, foul, the foul's going to foul's gonna come, but uh, that's all right. And, uh, let it be. So. And also, just to get it in, I do have Altamont down for a couple of timeouts that they can and so if Caden uh, Miller is going to be the one taking it out. So if he is in any trouble, they can burn a timeout. 13.7 left, one-point lead for Altamont. Caden will look to get it in. Caden looking to get it to Millville. They do, and they'll hold on to it to foul, and they'll send Millville the other way, shooting two more free throws. So got it in cleanly, did exactly what you wanted, and like they were comfortable with Millville off the line sending the right person there. For sure, that foul's on West score for Dietrich at this second. So, Millville's free throw is good. So now it's a two-point lead for Altamont. And now Ben Radel will come in for Davis. They try to get as much height there as possible. Millville's second free throw to make it a three-point game, and he doesn't. He missed it. Fight for the rebound. It goes out to Dietrich. Here they come with eight seconds left, and Coach Bonoff will burn a timeout. So uh, Coach Bonoff will burn a full timeout that time. 8.9 left. Dietrich with the ball, and Altamont with a two-point lead. And we'll take a quick 30-second break. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack Event. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Dietrich High School. One possession game. Dietrich with the ball with 8.8 seconds left, and they're down by two. 42-40 here. We'll see a Coach Bonoff trying to draw his best play here with 8.9 left, actually. So, it'll be inbounded there at midcourt, basically, uh, and it's going to be Luke Winnie taking it out. As Winty will get it in, and Winty looking for somebody, and finally finds a catch, and a catch with the basketball, dribbles over, he goes for three, Winnie, no good, it's tipped out, and it's going to be 
Eifert, and it's going to be a timeout, and he made it, but the timeout for Simona. Wow. And it's with point three left. Wow. So they got the ball over to Eifert. He somehow got it back, and they actually made it in Winty there. And instead, Coach Bonoff was yelling for a timeout, and he, and he made it anyway, but right. it doesn't count. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Wow. And now you got .3 left, and not much you can do here, obviously. It's going to be inbounded here on the sideline. Not much you can do here but, but a tip-in, basically. Basically, yeah. Oh, man. So, it'll be a, still a two-point game. Altamont will cling on a two-point lead here at Dietrich. We'll have the ball again as they missed the initial shot and got it back and made the shot, but Coach Bonoff had the T.O. So they'll try to draw up their best play to, for a lob here with point three left. So well, you, can't, you can't really play for Coach Bonoff in that no. situation. He saw a timeout to burn. Timeout. He saw a timeout to burn. And, you know, they got the ball back and wanted to draw up another play. So, yeah, they saw you. Well, it's like they're putting three-tenths of a second back on. Oh, well, so it's going to be point six, a little bit more than I initially thought. Uh, it's going to be Will inbounding there. They inbound a deep three for the win. No. That'll do it. That will do it. Alcimano will hang on to the win. The Westendorf. Missed it at the buzzer. Wow. Altamont holds on here. 42 to 40. Big win there for Altamont. As Dietrich had a shot there at the very end. But it was a miss. So Altamont hangs on to the win. And they will improve the 2 0 in conference play. 8 and 4 overall on the season. And Dietrich will fall to 11 and 5 with 3 and 2 end of the conference so we'll be back to uh, try to wrap this one up and recap it all as well as coach uh chat with coach Niebergy and the post game as well so Altamont wins 42 40 is the final and we'll be back to wrap it up you're listening out fine he's back on jack at country financial we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town we're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive we take the time to get to know our customers we know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future call your local country financial representative nick Patton today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like make cleanup easy with the new whirlpool dishwasher you won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings plus you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle shop rogers home appliances to see how whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes rogers home appliances located at 115 north main street in altamont and 400 north keller drive in effingham Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. 
Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Dietrich High School. An absolutely thrilling high school basketball game right there. Altamont holds on and wins 42-40 to get a big conference win and a big win. The wins are never easy to come by. Here in Dietrich, and tonight was a proof of that even more. And so Altamont hangs on there, and some big baskets there, big free throws by Kate Millville, and some big baskets to go ahead bucket by Eli Miller. As I see Coach Steamer, he has already made his way over here to our broadcast position. So we'll have Dominic hand over the headsets to him. That was Coach John Neberge here on this win, and Coach. As your heart stopped racing there at the end, some testy moments there at the very end. But uh, you guys ultimately hold on and come away with a huge win. Yeah. Uh, you walk away and you think well, you, you can get a victory yeah. in this situation. You know, it would have been a lot easier if we just to pull the rebound at the end, you know, maybe once or twice, not give them three, four extra opportunities. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and that just thinks, you know, I would have called a timeout too. It just thinks for yeah. Brent, coach, coach going off like, you can't, you can't fault him for that. No. We don't know if the ball is going to go in or not. But yeah, we hung on. I thought at the end, I thought the boys, I, we, they could have folded real easily, and they didn't. Uh, so I'm most proud of them. You know, the the KZ game uh, was close. We don't have a lot of games that come down into the wire like that. So it's kind of good to be put in that situation to see how you uh, react. And uh, they uh, passed the test here tonight. 100%. We said that. We said that in the locker room at the end of the game. We said, you know, these are the games I like. Uh, we got up. We got to learn how to play with the lead and go score. Right. I never did say stop scoring. You know, I hate the stall ball. I don't want it. We're not good at it. We've turned the ball over, obviously. Yeah. 
and then we got down and we kept playing defense and we and we fought through. We made three out of four free throws down the stretch, kind of to ice it a little bit, a little bit, not not completely. So uh, we just got to pull a rebound to end it. But these are the games that you want. Um, you know, learn how to play in, a, in an environment like this, especially Cade Millville getting his first varsity start. And, you know, right. without Dylan, some roles are a little bit different. So those guys are kind of learning that a different role in these big games. Right, yeah, and uh, you guys did a good job of establishing yourselves early on in the game to be able to get the lead. Obviously, they had a run to get back in it there, but you guys did some really good things there in the early going to uh, get the lead. Yeah, I thought Aiden McManaway played his rear end off defensively on Gephardt. Yeah. Gephardt's a scorer. Like, he's tough. He can elevate and score. He, he worked for all ten of those points. Yeah. Um, you know, we got, we got the lead by – defense we, we we're struggling with scoring right now we didn't shoot the ball real well Kate Davis had an off night Alec didn't shoot the ball real well we were settling early um, but you know when we hold a team to 40 we're we're gonna we're gonna be in ball games you know which is not so much like last year where it was a you know hopefully we win by run them out of the gym you know with with our transition more of a grind it out a little bit this year with our type of our players and our type of style yeah, and I was just going to say that's a perfect word for it. I thought, you know, we grinded out the win against the Red Bud for the third place. Right. And then they kind yeah. of grinded again uh, here tonight as well. Very similar ball games, really, actually, you think about it. Uh, you know, those are the games you need to go hopefully die at the end of the year. Um, you know, you, I told him about four minutes ago, I said, it's going to come down to who doesn't make mistakes, who keeps the ball, who, who, who catches the ball in business, triple threat position, who is solid. Everything's got to be solid. Solid cut, solid screen solid passes like everything has to be perfectly solid uh it wasn't but you learned from it exactly and uh also some uh, clutch baskets there the free throws up by uh, millville going right. three of four you know mm-hmm. four for four but uh three for four and uh, to get the lead there and also had, i think he was one of the ones that caused a big steal yep. there at the very That's end the uh, with, uh, with eli uh getting one of the go-ahead baskets there late as well yeah Eli Miller stepping up as well. Yeah, we had down. We had Eli for eighteen. I don't know what he had, what you guys had, but um, you know he was he was very efficient offensively. You know he's got to learn when some when he goes by somebody, put the ball in front of him a little bit. So we don't talk, poke him from behind, but that you know that that's pretty easy to correct. And uh, but you know he's got to kind of step up scoring a little bit with Dylan out. Yeah. I thought he played a well the game. He was on West North all game too, so. You know, hold him to 13 and score 18. You're, you're plus five on your man. So, uh, well, I'll take those guys. I'll take those guys. Yeah, you know, on the other side, you know, Dietrich, anybody in the starting five could get double yep. figures and complete the team uh, scoring. So, uh, that on that end, uh, the defensive end was uh, pretty solid as well. I thought we played really well defensively. I thought, you know, we knew our personnel. We lost Keck in the first half a few times on some threes. Uh, we went to some junk defense and uh, lost him. Uh, top of the key, shooting the basketball. He's the one kid that, you know, you, we know about Resendorf and Gephardt. Keck is that third score that, bring, that brings the Diedrich. And, yeah. You know, we lost him, but then we made some – I think we did a better job in the second half one. Right, and uh, we know that it's never easy to uh, get no. away in here in uh, Diedrich and tonight even more. So, proves that fact as well. So, uh, this was an absolutely humongous win uh, to get out on the road, hostile environment. You know, they tied it, and the crowd was in it there. Yeah, for quarter. Yeah, we could have folded like a table. Like a table. It could have been, could have been up. Here we go, and yeah. uh, they, they, the boys bowed their back defensively. Got some easy baskets. 
I'll be darned. When our defense leads our offense, yeah. we, we, that's how we can score. We got some deflections and we got some run out. Uh, you got to do that. We have to find a way to score easily. And, uh, you know, when push comes to shove, boys did. And uh, so it's a big win in uh, conference play and uh, for CD purposes for right. the right. uh, NCC tournament coming up at the end of the month. Yeah, and subsectional meeting, seating. Ooh, yeah. So, and we were without Dylan. You know, that's he. he He's the guy we usually want the ball in the hand that late in the game. Um, so finding that different role, guy stepping up, always going to help us down the road. Right. And now uh, it's kind of uh, you're going to enjoy this for a little bit. Right. But then it's a quick turnaround. Right back at it. Turnaround on a Saturday uh, with the game uh, against uh, Woodlawn. So, uh, you know, you can enjoy it for a little bit, but uh, you can't enjoy it for uh, very, very long because it's right back at it tomorrow. Right. Yeah, we exerted a lot of energy tonight, uh, you know, defensively especially. So, boys got to get some rest. We'll go to Woodlawn. Can't ever take them. Oh, no, no, it's at our place, isn't it? Maybe we changed that. So, don't make sure everybody on everybody out there knows that it's at our place because we changed it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, hopefully we hold court um, and, and go get a you know go get a win tomorrow afternoon. Well, uh, certainly, and enjoy this one. Hard to come by, and I know you right, will. Pretty good. So congratulations, Thank you. Pretty good coach. So. Uh, we'll appreciate it, Coach John Nieberg, for joining us here into the post game after that big win against uh, Dietrich. And we'll get uh, Dominic back on the uh, headsets here. And I uh, will run through some uh, final stats uh, that you got going on over there. And then we'll uh, get out of here and wrap this one up. Yeah, very, very unofficial stats after the technical difficulty where we missed, uh, missed the first quarter. But here's what I got uh, for Alamont, uh, Alec Yarnhouse. Three with three points. Caden uh, Davis, he uh, played. He was open three from the field, open two from three point range, did not score. Eli Miller, four for six from the field, two for two from three point range with uh, 14 points. Belleville was one for three from the field and one for two from three point range and three for four from the free throw line with eight points. Aiden McManaway was one for four from the field. 10 over one from the free throw line with two points. Caden Miller was uh, two for four from the field, over one from three point range, and two for two from the free throw line with six points. As uh, Alamont ends up winning here tonight in the barn burner, 42 to 40 over Dietrich. For Dietrich, Gephardt was three for five from the field, one for three from the three point range, and one for three from the free throw line for 10 points. We got Westendorf, two for eight from the field, three for six from three-point range for 13 points. Jackson Furman, 0 for one from the field, two for two from the free-throw line with two points. Tanner Will, 0 for one from the field, 0 for one from three-point range. Keck was one for three from the field, two for three from three-point range. One for two from the free-throw line with nine points. Holstein played but did not score. Wendy was one for, one for one from the field with two points. Different played, but then not score as Peter falls here tonight. Alamont, best game I've seen probably since last year's Alamont Tuscola sectional sectional final. I went to went four overtime. That's this is probably but this is probably the this is the best game I've seen this 2023 2024 basketball season for sure for sure. So I would say hands down it's the game of the year. You got, you got it, Travis. You got it, you got it, you got it. Five days in the 2024 
by the way. <laughs> Game of the year. And uh, so hopefully many more to uh, come there. And, uh, yes, I completely uh, almost forgot about that for Coach Seabury to mention that about not only a huge win for seeding purposes in the conference tournament, but uh, Altamont is in the same subsectional as a Dietrich. Uh, so an absolutely uh, humongous one for postseason seeding as well without a Dylan Elam for sure. uh, there as well. Altamont holds on, pulls it out, uh, and an opportunity there as uh, like Coach uh, alluded to, as uh, Coach Bonoff called the timeout with Dietrich making the three with a little bit of chaos happening there and making the shot, but the officials granted the timeout for Coach Bonoff probably would have wanted to let that one slide, but instead, Altamont will hold on here and win. And there's been uh, people hanging out around here, all around the gym here tonight. They just announced how much money uh, was raised here tonight for the families in the community of uh, Dietrich and uh, presenting the uh, families with the check uh, right now. So they've been awarding all the silent auction uh, items currently here at the end of the game. So a lot of people are hanging around here to see if you want anything and most importantly, raising money for a good cause here for our pink out night here in Dietrich as well. And Altamonte comes away with the win. The 2-0 in the conference now set our 8-4 overall. Dietrich is 11-5 and 3-2. And like we mentioned, right back at it tomorrow afternoon in Altamonte. It's against Woodlawn at 3.30 uh, for that varsity tip-off there. 2 o'clock if you're interested in the junior varsity as well. I also wanted to pass along with all the chaos there and the technical difficulties. Uh, Altamont was victorious in the JV game as well. 53-21 was the final score there. And also the girls in action tomorrow at 5 o'clock against Christopher. And that game's going to be over on WCRA due to the boys here on Jack FN. So Altamont wins a wild one here tonight. 42-40, the final score. Also another final ENTC North play with a win over Cowden here at Deaver City at 79-265. and Only final score that I have rolling in to be currently right now. All right, so that will do it here for us in Dietrich. Thanks to Carter back at the studio for hanging out with us and hanging it through with all the technical difficulties that we had tonight as well. Appreciate all of the work back there at the studio on a crazy night here. So thanks to Dominic for keeping the stats and the color commentating as well. This is Travis Sparks and throwing it back to Playing the music that we want here on Jack FM and uh, Travis Sparks. And have a good night, everybody. Safe travels as well. I don't know what the weather is like this evening, so uh, stay safe out there. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow afternoon for some boys basketball. Good night, everybody. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. 
This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.